General William T. Sherman. He served in the Union Army. He watched the horrors of the Civil War firsthand. You may not know his name, but Sherman's known for gathering 100,000 troops, destroying Atlanta, and just devastating Georgia. He told his men that war is long and it's bloody. I am tired and sick of war, its glory and all its moonshine. It is only those who have neither fired a shot nor heard the shrieks and groans of the wounded who cry aloud for blood, for vengeance, for desolation. War is hell. General William T. Sherman, 1880. Historians are now calling Sherman an architect of modern warfare. Many of the tactics he developed in the 1880s during the Civil War, they're still in use today. But many things have changed since then. The weapons, the uniforms, and even the battlefield. In today's modern war, there are no bullets, no bombs, no bloodshed, and not even an enemy you can identify. Why? It's called a cyber war. A cyber war is to intrude, disrupt, and or destroy by the use of computer networks and data over the World Wide Web to affect a specific intended outcome. Right now, the United States is under attack. And what makes this cyber war even scarier is that nobody knows exactly where some of the attacks are originating. Sure, you have Russia, China, and North Korea. They're always on the radar. But there are other enemies floating around in cyberspace. Think of them as pirates in the open ocean, ready to strike at any moment. No one knows who they are, who their targets are, or when they're going to strike. We're not talking about Russia or China or North Korea, but possibly syndicates ready to take over the world. And wait until you find out how you could be one of their foot soldiers and not even know it. It's one of the lesser realized uh, issues and threats that are out there. I'm Kim Commando, your digital pro. And in this Commando On Demand podcast, we're going to take a close look at what a cyber war actually looks like. We're going to disclose how vulnerable we really are and the realization that we're under attack every minute of every single day. Plus, you're going to learn why it's so hard to identify our enemies and why we really have no allies. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. You need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed.com for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Go back in time and think about all those 1960s cartoons. You know, the superhero cartoons like Batman. Now, think about all the villains. Penguin, the Joker, Catwoman. Do you remember all their elaborate plans that would put the entire city at risk? The call would go out and Batman would save the day. Well, he's not exactly Batman. His name is Peter Tran. But he is a modern-day superhero. I am the senior director for RSA Security's Worldwide Advanced Cyber Defense Practice. Area of responsibility encompasses uh, incident response, breach readiness, building security operations centers for large enterprises, both public and private sector. The villain can represent any country in the world, an individual or even a cyber syndicate. They can be anywhere, and the attack could come at any time. 
and in a house next to you or me. They are declaring war, a cyber war, against anyone or anything in their crosshairs. It's possible that they're targeting the streaming companies, say Hulu or Netflix, looking for your personal information. Enemies might be targeting high-tech businesses like Apple or Google for insider trade secrets. And what's downright frightening, they're targeting the military for top-secret information. You may not be hearing about the attacks every day. The popular media doesn't exactly report them. But don't be lulled into a false sense of security. There's a war going on. Battles are now being fought. And Peter, well, he's on the front line. It's sometimes hard to compare a conventional war to a cyber war. A conventional war is usually sparked by an event, and those fighting in the war, they have a clear objective. That's not necessarily the case in a cyber war. The cause of a cyber war, the battleground, and the specific objectives are sometimes vague. In cyber war, there aren't clear geographical borders, digital borders traverse left and right. I mean, our data can sit here that we think is U.S. data, but it can be stored in four different areas across the globe, merely by the use of what we term now is the cloud. The recent email hacks, the ones linked to, say, the 2016 presidential election, exposed a vulnerability in our system that many Americans simply never knew existed. Many people I speak with believe the email hack was designed by the Russians and was totally meant to disrupt the election process. But there may have been another objective. Some consider it just a shot across the bow. We call that the loud and proud. So it's it's the, the warning shot, if you will. But in this context, um, we've had many, many warning shots. But because of the high visibility of the 2016 elections and the mind share that it garnered, it's absolutely possible it is a loud and proud moment for any nation state, particularly Russia or others, to say, guess what? We can do this. So... Stand by. Now I want to introduce you to P.W. Singer. He's the co-author of Ghost Fleet. If there's one book that you should read, it's definitely this one. It outlines what the next world war might look like. The book, though, is based on all real-life stuff. It also comes with 400 endnotes documenting how every <laughs> single technology, every single trend, even some of the things that the characters say are all sourced from the real world. Tell us how you know so much about war games and hackers and technology and international boards. And of course, you've got policies and procedures up the yin yang. <laughs> uh, so both the co-author, August Cole and myself, we come out of the policy, technology, defense world. So I work at a think tank in Washington, D.C. called New America. Uh, previously was at Brookings. And also uh, I do consulting for um, various groups that range from the Defense Department to the DIA to the FBI to the entertainment world as well. And so I've uh, bit long been in this, this space between the worlds of policy, technology, research, you name it. Here's the interesting part. You have to listen to this. Cyber wars are not necessarily fought between, say, two separate countries. That's where the whole idea about villains comes to play. Think about it for a moment. A guy on his computer in his mother's basement can do just as much damage as a hacker backed by Iran, China, or even Russia. We were just joking about it, but it's the people that 
I would argue, would play a role in such a conflict that we aren't typically thinking about. And it is things like anonymous hackers or the Silicon Valley venture capitalist or private military contractors. These are all players in the real world, and they will play a role if there's ever this kind of conflict. Now, why someone would want to do that and ultimately what that game would be is questionable. Cyber warp, it's not like a conventional war. It's not a move, counter move. That's because in cyberspace, that kind of war can quickly escalate and turn into this endless loop. It's like a dog chasing its tail. No one can afford throwing endless amounts of resources at a war that no one can ever win. A cyber war is more like a war of leverage. It's called a command and control disruption. So if, and this technique has been used quite a bit, it says, look, we're going to accept that an adversary is going to continue to pound on the door and they're going to get in in certain places. But if we can disrupt their overall command and control while they're in here and never let them out, then we have leverage. They'll never leave with their information. They'll never disrupt because we can then tend to kind of put parameters around where they can and cannot go. And that leverage can be acquired by anyone from a country to a syndicate to that guy in his basement looking to take over the world. I'll have proof that these cyber attacks are happening without you even knowing it. And before we get to all that, just stay right where you are, because I have to extend a special thank you to our partners in this podcast. They help make it possible. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss an opportunity to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Commando On Demand a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at invest.robinhood.com, invest.robinhood.com. Want to find a place with advice that you can trust about everything digital directly from America's digital pro, Kim Commando, and get it absolutely free? Wow, yes, yes, I love it. The Commando On Demand podcast. Just search Commando with a K on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It's 2019, and technology has grown leaps and bounds since 1999. So why are you still using that old, outdated software? Find software that fits your business's needs using Captera.com. I get asked all the time for different recommendations, and I refer people to Captera.com. With over 700,000 reviews of products from real software users, discover everything you need to make an informed decision. Search more than 700 specific categories of software, everything from project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software. No matter your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution, fast. Join the millions of people who use Captera each month to find the right tools for their business. Visit captera.com slash Kim today to find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business. Once again, that address is captera.com slash Kim. Let me spell it for you. C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Kim. Guess what? It's already happening. There are cyber attacks every minute of every single day. 
Sure, you've heard about most of them, but there have been attacks at some high-profile military targets. The government, well, let's just say I think that they've been keeping these attacks a secret. The F-35 Joint Strike Fighter Program, this is a trillion-dollar defense program to build the next fighter jet for the U.S. and all our allies. It's been hacked on three separate occasions. Another plot, this one by Iranian-backed hackers, infiltrated a New York dam. This was part of a much larger objective that brought 46 of the nation's largest banks to their knees. It actually happened in March of last year. Thousands upon thousands of customers couldn't get to their money. It was total chaos. And this might be the most disturbing part of the story. Analysts aren't 100 percent sure they know why. When you start to aggregate the most high-profile attacks, the analysis um could point to establishing footholds in various different critical infrastructure verticals to affect some greater future intent. This means hackers could be getting into a system to create even more chaos in the future. A little bait and switch, if you will. They're showing investigators the obvious hack in order to plant a much bigger seed for the future. And if that doesn't make you a little uneasy, consider this. You could be a foot soldier in the cyber war and not even know it. How? Well, they could be using your smartphone. That's right, the one that you're using to take pictures and check Facebook, play Candy Crush and read email. The enemy, whoever it is, could be using it as a weapon against you or the government. Just consider this. Many of our high-tech gadgets are made in China. And China is one of those countries trying to steal U.S. secrets by hacking into our computers. The U.S. military is already accusing China of stealing plans for a U.S. fighter jet and then using them to make a fighter jet of their own. Now they could be using our own hardware, our computers and our smartphones and tablets and routers against us. It could be a great opportunity for that country in a cyber war. What you're hitting is the hardware side of this, the idea that everything from our toys and coffee makers to weapon systems are powered by microchips that are are not just made but increasingly designed uh, and um, particularly in China. Individuals that hear war usually equate that to the guys at the Pentagon are going to handle that. You know, they're they're going to be in the situation room and ah, they're going to handle that. Troops are going to handle that. But what they don't realize is that 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 smartphone, that smart device is a potential weapon when you start to weaponize cyber war. And then there are those thousands upon thousands of apps downloaded every hour. They could be giving a rogue state access to your smartphone and all the information stored inside. In 2015 alone, 175 billion apps were downloaded across those mobile devices. So if I were trying to launch a cyber war, you better believe I'm going to want as much scale as possible, as many foot soldiers as possible. And how would I best do that? If you think about it. The U.S. military understands the fierce fight ahead of them. And they're looking for all the ammo, weapons and know-how they can get their hands on. That's why the epicenter of the cyber war fight in the United States, it's not in Washington. It's not in the Pentagon. It's actually taking place in Silicon Valley. 
recently the Pentagon opened up an office uh, in Silicon Valley. Um, the Secretary of Defense went out there. So, you know, these are things that are happening in the real world. In the, the what-if scenario, what if there was a, a major kind of war that entailed the mobilization of a broader society? Um, you definitely have uh, a, a, an outreach to Silicon Valley trying to figure out how to draw them in, how to pull their innovation. The United States spends more on the military than any other nation on Earth. So you think that we should be the most secure. But 98% of all military communications actually happens on the Internet. And you know the deal. Anything that's on the Internet is pretty much vulnerable to thieves. Pentagon's own weapons tester uh, looked at the cybersecurity of every single major weapons program in the U.S. military. And in their words, they found, quote, significant vulnerabilities in every single one of them. And that's what they found. That's what we knew of. A second challenge for us is that the weapons, I jokingly call it, is um, we have the, the Pontiac Aztecs of war problem. Um, if you remember the Pontiac Aztec, <laughs> you know, it was. Oh, that was sp- an awful thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it really, I mean, it, but it was going to be great, right? It was going to be a sports yeah. car in the front, minivan in the middle, <laughs> SUV on the back. It was basically going to be all things to all people. And so there's a lot of um, defense programs that, that have been like this, where, you know, they end up, they're trying to be all things to all people. And instead, they end up being, you know, over engineered, over promised, overpriced. We live in a world where everything's connected. Not only our smartphones and computers, but think about it. Our washing machines, refrigerators, televisions, even our coffee pots. All that connectivity is supposed to make our lives easier, more enjoyable, less chaotic. But the Internet of Things may be making us so much more vulnerable to attack. Now, I'm not trying to stop progress, but I think that we should all just proceed with extreme caution here. It's bound to happen. So make sure you have enough cash, medicine, and especially a plan to keep your family safe. I'm America's Digital Pro, Kim Commando. Now, I hope you got as much as podcasts as we did here in the studios, putting it all together. That's one of the perks of working here, that we get paid to learn, and then we share that knowledge with you. Okay, your part is to pay it forward. It's free. So why not share this podcast, like it, and listen, if you have a topic that you'd love for us to explore and investigate, just let us know. And heck, if you have a question about something digital I can help you with, call 602-212-0058. Leave me your question and your contact information. That number again, 602-212-0058. I'll talk to you then.